Today we're going to talk to industry insiders about, well, what we were talking about yesterday, natural gas and oil emissions reductions and what is being done by industry on this front. Joining us to talk about this is Ben Brunson, who is Vice President of the Oil Sands, Fiscal and Economic Policy at CAP, Canada's oil and natural gas producers. Uh, Ben, thanks so much for your time this morning. I really appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thank you. Um, Just taking a look at this report here, essentially we're talking about, you know, this is just sort of an update on all of the work that's being done in the petroleum producing industry to to, to deal with some of these issues that we know the industry is facing when it comes to greenhouse gas emissions and carbon capture and all those sorts of things. Just an update, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, we released a report yesterday. It's, uh, we, you know, it's an emissions intensity report as part of our, our ESG work, you know, ESG being environmental, social, and governance performance, uh, which is, a, you know, of increased attention. Yes. Uh, from governments and investors globally uh, with respect to uh, how they view uh, Canadian oil and gas investment. And when we take a look at that, and you make a really good point, and that's the, the point that I try and get across here is it's important. It is important to the industry to be um, involved in this discussion and to be, you know, I mean, that that's the playing field that we're working on right now, and we have to play by the rules of the game. So uh, industry is definitely focusing on this. In the report that came out yesterday showing that as an oil-producing nation, we're actually doing extremely well, far better than the rest of the planet, right? You know, absolutely. You know, when we, when we look any credible forecast for future energy demand, it predicts that we're going to see growth in oil and gas yeah. consumption out to 2040. And so if we're going to see that, even when we're looking at expanding sort of other forms of, of energy, uh, we need to be thinking about, you know, where we're sourcing our oil and gas from and, and, and how is it sort of addressing these challenges such as emissions, et cetera. So our report uh, showcases the performance of our industry. So you know, natural gas production, uh, we saw our emissions intensity, which is basically emissions per barrel mm-hmm. equivalent, decrease by, you know, 32%. We've seen oil sands and situ facilities decrease by 8% and mining facilities by 14% over the last, you know, six to seven years. And, and, and what that tells you is the innovation of our industry is having a, having a result. Uh, over a shorter period of time, the level of investment that's occurred from our sector and performance on, on emissions intensity is, is impactful. And we don't think there's another jurisdiction on the planet from an industry perspective that would produce a report that shows this performance, this transparency with this level of detail uh, and these results. Um, And Ben, it's important to point out that the, you know, the emissions are coming down while at the same time production is continuing to ramp up, right? So both things are happening simultaneously here. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, emissions per barrel equivalent are coming down, but total production is increasing. So that, you know, obviously what happens in that space is, you know, while it's less emissions intensive, we're still seeing total emissions increase. And that's something that we need to take into consideration as we look down the road. You know, to what extent can we work towards, you know, eliminating total emissions or reducing those? And that's that's part of the ambition of our net zero, uh, the oil sands net zero alliance, and the and and the work that the conventional industry is doing as well. You know, over the next 10, 20, 30 years, with the level of R and D investment that's occurring right now, we think that we stand a very good chance to demonstrate total emissions performance over and above what we've already shown today. Uh, we'll get into where that might be headed in the coming years in just a second. But first of all, I want to ask this kind of report, which is extremely detailed and goes through, you know, it goes through offshore, it goes through oil sands, it goes through all the different sectors. 
Are there any other countries that are doing anything like this, that are, are coming out with these kinds of, okay, you asked us to do this, this is part of the conversation, here's how we're adjusting, and here's what we're doing, and here's how we're, you know, performing. Is there any other jurisdiction on the planet that's putting together something like this to sort of back up the claims? You know, we don't think there's another jurisdiction anywhere that does anything to this level of detail showing this performance. Uh, one of the key challenges with measuring performance of Canadian oil and gas relative to any other jurisdiction, including the U.S., is the lack of availability of consistent data. In Canada, we're held to the highest level of regulatory performance, disclosure, uh, and management of environmental outcomes. And as a, as a result of that, we track our performance rigorously. Uh, but we don't see the same level of, of, of tracking in other jurisdictions. You know, so in some instances, they're just not complete. They wouldn't include, mm-hmm. say, for example, methane reductions. Uh, and as a result of that, nobody can put out a report with this level of detail and, and, and uh, specificity like we have. And we actually don't think anyone's even tried. So I think that's a, a testament to the oil and gas industry in Canada. Um, you know, the, the fact that we're willing to demonstrate our performance in a public way from an industry-leading perspective, showing the results of the investment, which we're also convinced that there's no other jurisdiction uh, producers that undertake the level of investment that we do in R&D to get and, and solve and tackle these, these environmental challenges. Um, and one other thing that really leapt out at me as I was going through this report was the fact, you know, this is a global discussion that we're having when we're talking about, you know, climate change and greenhouse gases and all that stuff. It's a global discussion, um, but there's so much focus on the oil sands in Alberta. Um, the, the fraction of the contribution to global greenhouse gas emissions coming out of the oil sands, it's not even 1%, correct? Yeah, I mean, from a global perspective, we are a fraction of, yeah. of global emissions. It's in, in context. Uh, in, in context, it really is important to sort of think about that. The oil sands really, really is is a very, very minor contributor to global emissions. And this report really talks about the technology that's um, already in use and is coming online uh, in Canada to sort of tackle some of these issues, while at the same time increasing production. Um, where, what can we look for in the future? What are some of the trends you see emerging that are really going to help us um, meet both goals at the same time? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, as, we, as we look to the, you know, I guess, historical in the future, it's things such as, you know, just finding improvements in our facilities. So, you know, maximizing where you can combine heat and energy use uh, to improve your performance, reduce your emissions. It's focusing on methane, uh, leak detection, uh, et cetera, uh, as well as things like cogeneration in the oil sands where mm-hmm. you're cogenerating steam as well as electricity that goes back to the grid. Those are sort of research uh, and innovations that have occurred to date that have helped us get to where we are. But looking ahead, there's some very promising technologies uh, that we could deploy into oil sands and to the conventional side. You know, obviously carbon capture and storage, yep. which has actually been proven uh, here in the province, is, is certainly uh, at the fore of that. But over and above, there's, uh, you know, injecting, uh, you know, solvents into your reservoirs in, in SAG-D. And what that means basically is, is you're displacing, you know, tr- steam, which is, is what, where the emissions come from. So if we can find ways to, to extract out of our reservoirs without using steam or, or natural gas for the fuel for that, then we're reducing our emissions. So there's actually technology out there that are potentially zero emission technologies, but they're still on the lab bench and they're being tested. 
on a conventional space, uh, things such as waste heat recovery units or uh, finding ways to do net zero well sites. So these are things that our companies are undertaking right now and testing with the potential for, you know, meaningful sort of substantial reductions down the road in the next 5, 10, 15 years. And Ben, whenever I talk about oil and gas on um, on this show, I get a lot of people who are get really angry that we even talk about emissions and we talk about these sorts of things. And I try to explain how important it is that we're having these discussions because, as you said, you know, investment, um, the worldview, all these sorts of things. That's sort of a requirement right now. How important is this kind of report, this kind of transparency, this kind of proof of performance to benefiting the oil and gas industry? How key is this to have this to deploy uh, when speaking with critics and attracting investment and all the rest? You know, this this is actually a, a very impactful uh, you know imp- report that can help sort of change the narrative and demonstrate a performance. I mean, yeah. it's always a difficult conversation to be able to... Uh, uh, you know, bring bring a counter counter narrative forward to to our detractors. But when we have a, a report like this that demonstrates tangibly with evidence um, the, the reductions that we're seeing as a result of our our efforts to reduce emissions, uh, as well in a transparent way, where we've we've issued a document that sort of is step by step. Anyone that wants to repeat or, or replicate what we've done, they're welcome to do yeah. so, and they can prove it for themselves from an evidence perspective. The results. This is the type of thing that gets us into these conversations to say, you know, here's what the industry is doing. We are the leading industry. We challenge you to to identify any other jurisdiction that produces a report to this level of, of, of detail, this level of accountability, and this level of results. And, uh, you know, we think it's going to be impactful in order to sort of also encourage federal and, and other governments to uh, support positioning Canadian oil and gas as the, as the barrel of choice to meet global energy needs. Okay, Ben, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it this morning. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity. That is Ben Brennan, who is Vice President of Oil Science Fiscal and Economic Policy at CAP.